0: award-winning podcaster how about award-winning radio host maybe someday soon this is the realist show on radio your daily dose of reality radio the radio show that breaks rules when necessary this is the clay edwards show i am clay edwards i am joined in studio the mac hike of flowwood studios by brian jones and daryl dirty d arnold hello fellas
1: What's up, brother? What's up, bro? Coming up? into the next hour, y'all. Good morning.
0: Yes, we're going to have a good one. Real quick, man, this hour, or this segment, is brought to you by my good friends out at Guns and Gear, located right there, 51 North in Gluckstadt, right there at Yandale Road. Go see Hunter and the team uh, for all of your firearms and ammunition and accessories needs. They got it all, man. But hey, they're way more than just a gun and ammo store. They got you taking care of all your gunsmithing needs. Sarah coding needs and more. You can shop them online, locally owned, locally operated, right there on 51. The website is GunsAndGearMS.com. Just like guns in roses, but guns in the letter N, gear. MS.com, 24-7-365. Support local. Support these advertisers. To support this show and this radio station. Otherwise, we don't get to do this if you don't support them and they continue to support us. We don't take a single penny of taxpayer dollars here at wyab this ain't this ain't super take this is wyab hmm. we ain't advertising welfare uh programs over here right the only, the only the only welfare we advertise only welfare program we advertise is get up and take your butt to work and get you a check
1: right <laughs> get that check
0: and uh we so we do appreciate our sponsors and we appreciate you supporting those sponsors all right guys uh, bef- let's let's clean up Let's clean up the guns in your text line real quick. We've had a bunch of engagement, uh, and I appreciate them. So let's just run through a few. This is a kind of rapid fire here. Some of it may be on subject. Some of it may not be, but I like to catch up. Uh, one of our best textures, Reagan, can, black conservative. He's got some interesting thoughts. He chimes in. When the Kansas City Chiefs going to change their name, isn't their name offensive to Indians and therefore the world? <laughs> the Redskins caved. The Chiefs are overdue. The Chiefs should change their name to the Kansas City Americans or something. They used to be the Dallas Stars. They did. You know, before they moved to Kansas City. Of course, I am being sarcastic. So tired of organizations uh, capitulating to fools. Make Makes the spread of fools more successful. Amen to that. Yep. And, that, and that's what we call the agenda.
1: Yep, it is.
0: That's the agenda. Uh, JJ chimes in, says, Petra was one of my favorite Christian bands. Absolutely. Uh-huh. I, mean, they, they, I mean, they had the big, in the era of 80s hair metal. Yeah. They, they were They, they there. were actually the first. Yeah, they, it was yeah. them,
2: then Striper. Well, there was one before, Baron Cross.
1: Baron Cross,
2: too, Yeah, Baron yeah. Cross was really on up there before Striper. But yeah, I mean, they were right around the same time.
0: And if you're just chiming in, man, we were talking about um, Christianity and music, some of the Christian rock bands and whatnot. And um, Real quick, Striper was one of my third or fourth concerts to ever go to. My mom was very particular about letting me go to concerts. I, I tricked her into a few the hardest one ever was letting her let me go see uh, Queenswright with Suicidal Tendencies opening. When I told her the name of the opening band, it was like a rec- a needle going across a record. Yeah. And I managed to get up in there. I was one of them. That was a small audience. That's probably the least attended show I've ever been to at the
2: Coliseum, except the le- the last Shinedown show. But it was good. But it was though. a great show. That, oh. was, a that yep. was the Empire album. That was the Empire. It was. It was phenomenal. Jeff Tate came out on the wheelchair doing Best I Can. I remember that.
0: Yeah. All right. So. Cassandra chimes in, so she votes for Leonard at halftime show. I, you know, I just don't think they're going to let that happen.
2: <laughs> no, not uh, for and, various reasons. And
0: you know that's won't.
1: unfortunate because they're legendary. That, yeah, I mean to whether best, you, whether, you, whether you like you know,
0: them or not. It, look, I would even the, this the, the Luke this Luke Bryan Bro Country stuff ain't my thing, but I wouldn't have a problem with I even either. even that mix it up a little bit. Right, even it, Luke
1: Bryan. Right. It,
0: yeah, it ain't got to be all catered to the black demographic. Or
1: every it show. don't have to be all rock either. No. No.
2: You know, I, I like know. that
0: year they did Aerosmith and Kid Rock and uh, Justin Timberlake. and just, Mix it up a little. Yep. Mix it up a little. I mean, how about the fact Kid Rock's been on the Super Bowl, I think, twice now? Yeah. You know, I mean, he, he, they won't let him back. No, I'm sure they <laughs> won't. They ain't, ain't going to let him back after that uh, After that last song. Yeah. Him, him riding the, uh, well, you know, I can't say it on radio. Yeah. All right, Debbie chimes in on the Guns of Gear text line and says, says glad it would be nice to be able to go play tennis. Uh, we're talking about the talking about the CCID being expanded in the Northeast Jackson. She goes, "Uh, it would be nice to be able to go play tennis at Palm Bridges Tennis Center and not worry about your vehicle being stolen if you have if you leave the door open for more than ten minutes, or if you're out playing an hour and a half tennis match and they don't break into fifteen cars in the parking lot. And that's a shame too. That, that the tennis organization there has done such a great job keeping that a center. They keep hell even tennis south there off of McDowell Road. They've done a great job keeping that." going. And I mean, I, I'm just going to tell you, I don't care how much I love something. I ain't going to South Jackson and do it. Clay out. yeah it's Like Seacrest mm, out, yeah, clay out. Yeah, me either. <laughs> Let's see here. Unknown texter chimes in and says, my limit was one. LOL. Again, we're talking about the D-Rise. He says his limit was one. I was uh, I was for sure not about to F-A-F-O. Right. <laughs> Fafo. Dagwood chimes in says, they won't they won't offend you unless you're conservative, Caucasian, Christian, Dagwood. And now, look, I, I, I have really tried to make it a point to move move on from just saying conservative white males. They don't like conservative black males either. They consider them a bigger threat than they consider us. They
1: don't like middle-aged males, especially.
0: Your Kim Wades of the world, your Derek's of the world that calls into the show, black conservatives, bro, they get, yeah. they're get trying to do all they can to stifle them. And uh, we can go on and on. And Reagan can, my fellow here, and so on and so forth. They They're a threat. Yep. They are a legitimate threat to their to their whole agenda. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> Kimberly chimes in. She goes, Blue Jean Alley. He mm. beat me to it. Wow. <laughs> uh Unknown Texter. Oh, this is Scott again. Scott said, uh, that is Blue Jean Alley. Okay, so all right, we're caught up on to, well Reagan can send one last in here. He goes uh the late Carmen was one of my favorite Christian entertainers. Mainstream gospel music did not like him at the time. Today, Christian music welcomes everyone.
1: Very good. And there are actually some good Christian bands that are newer. Sure. Yeah. They I mean.
0: Are. Well, what's the what's what's there is one mainstream one like mainstream rock Christian band. What's the name of them? Uh, rock Christian band. It's like a mainstream rock Christian band. Um.
1: Oh yeah, that played out in Flowood.
0: Well, they, 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 they. Oh,
2: the one that played at the amphitheater.
0: Man, no, they've played Eight. with uh, they they open up for Three Doors Down and Shine Down and them all the time. What's the name of that band? Uh, they had a guy and a girl lead singer at one point.
2: Oh, uh, I'm not sure of
1: that one, but Pod is actually P.
2: O. D. a Christian band. Pod, yeah. I know that Clay's talking about it.
0: I'm just drawing a blank. Heck, the guy that opened the guy uh, Steven Yatroska's music music bed is is them. I'm just drawing a blank. Oh, uh, but that aside, <clears throat> that's what real quick, when we were in L.A., Daryl. Yes, and we, we were, were living off West Alameda Boulevard right down there below And the you
1: may or may not have, and you may or may not have had some eyeliner on just left. there's
0: it. a picture there's a very questionable picture of me and Daryl floating I around. <laughs> <laughs> I do have it. Uh, uh it was uh, Skillet Skillet is the band I was like yeah, right, right, yeah. yeah, thank you. Thank Texter. you, Texter. Right, let's take a call real quick. Hey, caller you're on there. Hey, caller you're on there.
3: Yeah, I was going to ask if you were referring to 12 Stones or Evanescence.
0: It was Skillet. It was Skillet. Skillet.
3: That was my other guess. Okay. Yeah, they're great.
0: Yeah, they are. They're, and they, and they're, they played in
3: mean, Fire back in the day. They and did. And they're,
0: they're still it. around doing it. Yeah. And they actually yeah. get radio, well, rock radio play.
3: Ever- yeah, they're probably the most popular uh, Christian rock group around, I'd say.
0: Yeah, they are the modern day Striper.
3: Yeah, and there's some good Christian metal out there. Uh, if you get, if there's any metalheads listening, bands like Norma Jean and uh, I can't think of any others because I'm on the radio and I'm on the spot, but there's some really good Christian heavy metal out there.
0: That's good stuff there, brother. Hey, man, appreciate you calling. Thank
3: you. Anytime, Clay. You have a good
0: one. You as well. we got some great callers here, man. Yeah, that's right. Hey, uh, the call-in line, by the way, if you want to chime in, talk to Brian, Daryl, or myself, 601-879-0002. The Guns and Gear text line 769-241-1944. Let's see here. Oh, what I was going to say real quick. When we were out in L.A., Daryl. We ended up at some crazy parties. I got to sit at the bar, at the Rainbow Bar and Grill, not a gay bar, and got to meet Lemmy from Motorhead. Yep. I walk up to Lemmy, and I was like, Lemmy. Okay. He's like, did you just call me Lemon? <laughs> <laughs> and that was my Lemmy moment. Yeah. And he's sitting there. He was sitting there playing the eight line, the Cherry Max machine. And, uh, with where, the where bottle,
1: had, with the bottle of Jack Daniels, of
0: course. Of Jack, I, mean, I, was, dude, I was straight. I was straight off the turnip truck. Right. I mean, we Daryl picked me up at, at Union Station. Yep. Like this, again, I rode the train. Me up. The first stop we made was the Rainbow. <laughs> I mean, I'm fresh from Mississippi. It Welcome like, to Los Angeles. It was like Axl Rose stepping <clears throat> off the Greyhound and yeah. the uh, and Welcome the to the Jungle or Sweet Child of Mine, whichever video it was. Welcome to the Jungle. And uh, it was just right off the bus, man. And I walk in, the first person I see is Lemmy. Well, while we were living, this is a little fun fact here. When we were living off West Alameda Boulevard, right down from us was this crazy group of quasi Hispanic-looking dudes in a metal band. And Daryl's like, "Yeah, they just signed a big deal uh, with so and so. That's they're, they're called Corn." Yeah, that's
1: Man,
2: right. I remember you telling me. That. Yeah, yeah. It, was, well, it
0: ended up being Corn. It did you know just like living like two houses down from us right and know? that's
1: and then of course the rest is history
2: yeah if you don't know who corn is i ain't gonna be the one to tell you, if you right know who exactly corn is, you know. yeah you know initially they were bakersfield california In initially yeah, but
1: yeah, it, yeah, they yeah. moved to la like yeah. everybody else did back then
0: you know so that that was cool And I, i've never even told that story i, I don't think
1: yeah i literally forgot about it till you just brought it up yep
2: so uh, let's see here i met some cool people at the rainbow Oh yeah. That is
1: the, if you ever go to Los Angeles, California, which you probably don't want to nowadays, but if you just happen to have to be there, if you go to the rainbow, according to my friends who still go, who unfortunately are stuck in LA and can't get out right now, (laughs) but the rainbow is still like it used to be. It doesn't go by the new rules of California. Um, so don't let the name confuse you. It is a still cool place to go. Still a bunch of rockers. Everybody's laid back. They don't follow the, you know, so-called whatever it is. And the
0: celebrities to. in there are approachable.
1: they very, very approachable. But don't, be
0: a, but don't be an idiot. Right. You know, so I, another little fun fact. We were at the Rainbow Eating, and I got to do the whole go through the kitchen and the bathroom experience. Asked me off air. Uh, <clears throat> but there's this group of kids sitting in a booth. Daryl's like, and this is before the reality show. Daryl's like, you know, no more. I was like, no, I don't. He's like, that's Ozzy's kids. Yeah, yeah. And it was and it was super young and, back then. Yeah, right? it was because this is ninety nine, right? So you put yourself in that that time frame there, and uh, it was Jack, Jack and, and Kelly and Kelly, and uh, they were they were questionable looking at best. You know, very young to be in there, <clears throat> but then the reality show started. Pretty soon after that.
1: They were far from 21,
0: but it that way. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, let's go ahead and take our break. And when we come back, let's bring it back to the local music scene. This is what you guys do. This is what I want y'all to talk about. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back with Dirty D, Daryl Arnold, and Brian Jones. We're going to talk about the Full Moon Circus Reunion and more and where you can find these guys at on uh, on a weekly basis. We'll be right back, 1039 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over there in Florence at A1 Gear and Auto. Get over there. Check out Justin and his team for all of your automotive repair needs. But hey, man, they can do it all. But what they specialize in, what they are the best in, is checking on stuff with your ring and pinion, gears, rear end, transfer cases, all that good stuff. So if you're having any problems with your rear ends, transfer cases, or ring and pinions, go see A1 Gear and Auto. But hey... If you check engine lights on, swing by, let them check it out for you, see what's going on. They'll get it diagnosed and repaired, and if it's something they can't mess with, they can send you to the right folks. Kind of like when you go to your, your family doctor and they can re- recommend you to a specialist. A1 Gear and Auto can do that, or, you know, or they'll fix it there themselves. Either way, you're going to get a good, honest opinion and estimate from those guys. I highly recommend them. Uh, about to get some work done on my Tahoe over there. So A1 Gear and Auto, right there on 49 South in Florence, Mississippi. If you're going south on 49, it's going to be on your right. Big white building, big red sign right before you get to Gunner Road. You can't miss it. All right. I'm joined here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios by Brian Jones and Dirty D, Daryl Arnold. And man, guys, look, we've been on a roller coaster ride this morning talking about a lot of different stuff in the uh, entertainment and culture industries and whatnot. Let's bring it back local. I know we got a lot of local musicians listening as we do every morning, man. Shout out to all you guys for tuning in to the Cled, which I do appreciate you uh daryl you can be found regularly at Shuckers, amongst other places who you who, who, what all what all are you doing right now all
1: right so what's going on with me right now is uh of course i have charade unplugged which of course is me and rob plafkin from the original band charade there's been talk of some reunions for the full band charade we just got to get chris painter on board we got everybody else on board uh but you can find me and rob doing our duo acoustic stuff uh Three to five nights a week. All you have to do is check out Charade Unplugged on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and the rest of the crew. As far as, and then I do uh, a project called the Late Night All Stars a couple of times a month at Shuckers, um, which is a, a late night deal only. And then open mic from here to there sometimes. Now that's what all going on with me. And as of very, very recent, like we talked about earlier, Don Grant, Chris Crawford, myself, and Brian Jones will be bringing back Full Moon Circus, which hasn't happened in about 13 years. I think the last venues we played was Electric Cowboy Days, and that's uh, a cover band we were all in back in the day. We're going to be doing some reunion shows. Some of them actually start in the next two weeks, about six or so this year.
0: Tell us about the big one going on down there at the Biarm Drag Strip.
2: Oh, okay. Um Yeah, that would be that's going to be April twenty eighth and 29th, ninth, uh, Swingin' Bridge Festival in Biarm. And Clay, I mean, Clay y'all, was, y'all playing both nights? No, we're just doing Saturday night. Uh, Friday night is the El Dorado Band, and then Soundcheck the Band. So, now the El Dorado
0: Band was the house band it Pops for years, so were. that's yeah. worth going to check out.
1: Yeah. And if you hadn't seen Soundcheck, great guys. I mean, really good band. They're called Soundcheck the Band. And then on, of course, we're on the Saturday show. And what I'm also excited about, I'm excited about us being able to play there because I've actually never played there. And but I'm also excited that Driving and crying is playing.
2: Yeah, so y'all are opening for Driving and Crying. Yeah. yeah, direct support with Kevin and the guys. That's gonna be great. And we're all friends. I'm going and straight to hell. Such a great band, and, like and they're still mind. out there doing it. And and we've been, I've been friends with those guys for a long time. I know Daryl's known that band for a long time, but um, and ironically. It's funny, just to sum it up. So, Daryl and I have been hearing about, thir- you know, so when I started the band in 99, uh, like it, we already discussed it for viewers that are just now get or listeners that are just now getting with us, we played our first show with Clay. And that's a true story. And, and we ended up being a really big circuit band. You know, we followed, we tried to pattern ourselves. I always believe if you want to be successful, look at successful people. Velcro Pygmies. I followed Velcro Pygmies. I learned. I absorbed. Did all that. Same with the U.S. I mean, those were my friends, and they taught me so much. And we ended up kind of being competitors, but in a friendly, you know, sense. Because back then, I mean, you know, we all vied to be the best at the dock. And But I remember Full Moon, you know, without people like you or Clay, or excuse me, or Chip, Matthews, or Daryl, or any. We never would have Made it and we ended up making it and playing 14 states and we were going all the time so it, we were not really a local band we started locally because we lived here but our first big show I mean how cool is that That was when 12 stones was on top of the world and our first big show was opening for 12 stones at at Clay's at Clay's venue uh you know crazy obviously, 8. obviously crazy eight so Byron back to the festival that's going to be a great time and and ironically, one of our last shows, with the exception of the Electric Cowboy, I believe in Destin, Florida was our last show, which ties into Lily and I, I can tell you that story real quick. But to the Lillian X saga. But uh the, the Swinging Bridge a couple of months before, prior to that, um, was our was one of our last shows too. And so we did play that festival before and it was a lot of fun. It's just a small hometown. Fam, family oriented event. You're they do Byram, it well, it? man. It's,
0: a, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's like a family county carnival kind yeah. of right. set up out there. Yeah. I've never been to it, believe it or not, even being from there. But uh, family friendly wasn't always my thing. <laughs> real <laughs> no, this is real really quick,
1: cool. Brian, before we get into that next story, run over the dates of the Byram Festival one more time in the Times. And what's the cover charge? Um,
2: I believe the cover charge is at 10 or 15, I believe. and I know it's not more than 15. Um, and that you can find more li- online on the Swinging Bridge Festival on Facebook. They have their own page. Um, and the dates are April 28th and 29th. Again, Friday night. Tons of stuff. Rides for the children. Tons of vendors. Tons of food. Drinks. Um, you know, alcoholic beverages. Southern beverage, I believe, will be there. Um, as well as uh, Capital City and, and all of that for the adults. Um, and then... El Dorado Band as well as sound check. Saturday night is is followed by uh fireworks as well after Driving and Crying. So we will go from six thirty to eight thirty and then thirty minute changeover and then of course Driving and Crying nine to eleven followed by fireworks. Cool.
0: That's gonna be one of the last big events before it gets too hot do stuff outside.
2: Yeah, and driving and crying, people don't realize how how big they were. I oh, mean they're huge. And and I mean, they've gone platinum several times, but that first record with Honeysuckle Blues and and then uh, you know straight to hell, and then you got
1: Blimey
2: Courageous on the other right, the which other we
1: played that on ninety eight Rock for yeah just, over and
0: over,
2: and they're yeah. still out doing it, so we're really excited about playing that playing that show. Brian, what else are you doing? You um, play you still you still gigging acoustic around town and stuff. Yeah, man, I always have my um, f- yeah, my hand in something so. The The Full Moon thing came up. Daryl and I had been hearing about it from our other two members for years, so it kind of became a running joke. We are like, okay, well, whenever you are ready, just let us know. And three years later, hey, I finally was like, you know what, I'll just book the shows because otherwise they're just going to keep talking about it. And so that's how that happened. And then we're excited. We're working hard, and it's It's not. it's, it's going to be a fun event. And we're all older, so when you get to this age – you appreciate those things a little more well uh-huh. we
0: need some more full well as much as i am happy for all you guys to find success doing the unplugged stuff and and, and all that around town and that the venues that maybe not can hold bands are opening their arms to that type stuff and again y'all can make a living being musicians and in, in central mississippi is a f- phenomenal feat in and of itself i am excited for some full bands to come back around and here, see some full band shows to have some parties and to be able to get out and enjoy that. I
2: agree.
1: And it also allows us to, you know, open up our, our, our playbook too, because listen, I'll tell you what, I am very, very, very grateful and blessed for all the people that allow us to play acoustically at their restaurant, bar venue, whatever it may be. I love it. Um, and we, and I make a living at it, knock on wood. But I'm also – it's a different level of excitement when you can open that playbook and do some full band stuff. You know what I mean? So.
0: Absolutely. No, no, no. It's going to be a good time. It's exciting. And uh, I think the music marketplace is ready for a bit of a resurgence on the rock and roll side. A little rock and roll revival around here. I mean, Storage 24, Friend, that bunch is getting it back together. Now, they're all original, and that's great, and they got a great following. I don't care, original covers, whatever. I want to hear some rock and roll, not this garage band, Fondren-type stuff. No knock on them. That just ain't what I listen to. Sure. You know what I mean? That indie rock-type stuff, that just ain't my thing. But to each their own, Uh, you, you cater to what you like and be honest to yourself, and you, you, your crowd will find itself. But to get out and hear some stuff that I know, I know all the words to, that I enjoy, that keeps me standing up and having fun. That's what a band like Full Moon Circus does. That's what y'all do when you go out and you play your acoustic stuff or unplug stuff. I don't want to, you know, I think acoustic gets a bad rap sometimes because people think it's going to be all sad songs, and that's definitely not not what it is at all. Uh, it's definitely upbeat and fun stuff.
2: <clears> there <throat> may be a ballad well, mixed in every how, now and then. But, and it's all how it's presented, though. I mean, you can, like, what I do is totally different from what Daryl and Rod do, and and what they do is totally different from what I do. Yeah, you know, and it's all subjective. Like some people get what I do and some don't. And I'm okay with that. Like I I sat out when I left uh Lillian Axe back in twenty twenty because I wanted to just get off the road and spend more time with my daughters and retired. Uh you know, everybody thought I was crazy. They're like, man, I can't believe you left but you gotta remember I'd done it for so long. I never had a break because this is all I've ever done in my entire life. And the uh the the kids today and I say that and I don't mean that in a negative connotation but the the local musicians here and the musicians scene it's not unified and it's not it, you know that's I stick to myself I talk to Daryl talk to my great friend Jason Turner um, uh, some people like that uh, Bubba Wingfield is a, a, is another good buddy but it's a very few and far between. Because there's no unity. And I've I've said that from day one. People hate on each other. Success breeds hate. I learned that a long time ago. And when I was like Clay, you and I were listening to Lillian Axon, little did I know that I would ever become the singer. Yeah. And, and and I've never changed. I've never talked about that publicly in Jackson. Um and that's a true story. I mean, there's no if you watch the movie Rockstar, nowhere am I nowhere am, anywhere am I saying that I'm even close to that because that's based on priests. But it's it's a reg- reg- regional p- version of the same thing. Yeah, but but to a national level because yeah. we've played internationally, thirty two countries, three continents. But what I'm getting at is, you know, these the kids today. It's like you know, trying to get their respect. I just I just stopped. I mean, because I'm okay with what I've done, and and I've never changed. When I wasn't touring with Lillian, I still came home and I still played acoustic shows. I never changed, uh, you know, ever. But, you know, success breeds hate, and I hate that because I wish everybody would just be unified, and uh, it's a hard business as it is already. You've got, got to hang
0: out with successful folks, man. You want to be successful? Hang but out if, with we, successful if we could
2: help each other, yep. so much, so many things would be better, and there's just so many people that don't even know myself or know Daryl or whoever And they're not even willing to. I learned from observance. I learned from people like Steve Blaze. And, God, I never had any idea I'd be able to play with him. Um, And, ironically, Daryl was with me when I got the call to to audition, um, playing the last Full Moon Circus show coming from Florida. We were on 98. I remember pulling over. Daryl was with me because Daryl was, I mean, I was growing up watching Daryl. You were too. And, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I, of course, Daryl and I were friends even when I was re- real, real young. But I was watching Charade. I was watching Lillian Axe. Lillian Axe was bigger than life to us back then. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, they had, it's not like they were just a regional. Right? They had videos on MTV. They they were doing well. It's just MCA didn't push them the way they were. And they were going against Motley Crue, Skid Row. They, so they didn't have the push that they deserved. Steve Blaze is one of the kindest people that I've ever met and one of the most underrated guitar players in the world but he gave me a shot but I got that call ironically on the last full moon circus show coming back from Florida and he said hey Derek left Derek left and you know would you like to try out and that's how that came about and I was just dumbfounded because this is a band that I grew up listening to constantly my dad was taking me to to watch them with Queensryche or whoever and uh to end up being able to sing for him for twelve years and do four, you know, four albums, what one EP and two full lengths, and then a a single. Uh, who would have ever thought that?
0: Oh, that's awesome. All right, let's take a break real quick. This is the Clay Edwards Show, joined here live in the Mack Hike of Fluid Studios by Brian Jones and Daryl Dirty D Arnold. We'll be right back on 103.9. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios, this segment is going to be brought to you by Ellis Autoplex. Get out there. See me this week. I'll be on Boots on Ground all week there at Ellis Autoplex, 2195 Highway 471 in Brandon. We are your used Ford truck capital of Rankin County. I would dare say capital of Mississippi. We call it Little Truck City. Of course, we got more than just Ford trucks. We've got a couple Dodge trucks, too. We also have... A nice selection of SUVs and even a couple of cars. We got a Lexus and an Infiniti car. But you can check out the website, lsautoplex.com. You can also sell us your vehicle. That's right, man. We buy them right off the street. No, uh, no fake cashier's checks like these marketplace scammers I see getting y'all all of the time. Bring it by to us. Let us buy it from you. Save you the headache. Give you a good check, a good local check. You can run right to the bank and cash today. Ellis Autoplex, Rankin County's hometown dealership. Shout out to my Ellis Autoplex family. Great Super Bowl party yesterday. Thank you to Casey and Rachel for hosting all of us. Had a great time. All right, Join live here in the studio by the one and only Mr. Dirty D, Daryl Arnold, and Brian Jones. We were uh, kind of wrapping up the local music scene stuff. Brian, you just at the end of the day, you feel like it just needs to be a little more unity, a little less trash talk.
2: A yeah, more. it's a, it, it's been like that forever. And I mean, I don't get it. I just don't. And maybe I should uh, practice what I preach and, and talk about it through education and trying and to help. But a lot of these, uh, and, and I see that it, it's. And, and it's, this may offend people, but I mean it's typically what I've seen. It comes from the younger crowd, not the older crowd. So like the, the the my my like myself or Daryl or, or other older I musicians mean, have just been doing this a long time. We seem to take the brunt of it. The younger kids, man, there's a lot of talent out there, and uh, instead of Helping one and you know helping one another. It seems like they're just tearing each other down and and, and definitely trying to tear us down. So it, that bothers me. Well, has, as far as it is a
1: different time period, though. You know, obviously. Yeah,
2: and they were, these kids weren't even alive when we were gigging. So I mean, they. they I don't know. I don't know how they view us, and I, I don't really concern myself with it. But I, I wish that it was a more unified environment. They don't look at accomplishments and things of that nature, and I've never changed. Daryl never changed when, when we got our lucky breaks and, uh, you know.
1: But I do think what makes me feel good, like if I'm playing at a one of the local venues that I play at, that I do enjoy this part, there'll be a lot of young people that come up and ask for music that I had no idea that they would have listened to. So that means they either A, had cool parents or educated themselves on good music. Now that does happen a lot, so that's the good part. That's the rewarding part of all of it.
0: Yeah, I mean, like your peers aren't always going to like you or appreciate what you're doing. And of course, at the end not. Of the day. No. I mean,
1: and look, uh, and that's the way it is in any industry. Though.
0: Go work in sales. Yeah,
1: I know. I, I have. Yeah. I have.
0: Your your coworkers are rooting actively, rooting and uh, partaking in your failure. So <laughs> yeah. it's a it is what it is. Success breeds hate. The, I, I mean, it's sad. I mean, that I it have, does.
1: I have sold cars, so I know.
0: Yeah, I mean it's survival of the sickest. Yeah, it, it, it really is. And just,
2: envy, but envy, man, having real estate in someone's head, I, I just don't understand that premise because you, you're wasting your life away.
0: Well, right. it's when if you acknowledge them, you're just you're feeding into what they want. Just ignore them and move on, and they'll do they'll end up doing the same. Do what you do. Yep, that is you can't you can't change people. Uh, they got foul hearts, you know. Yeah, that's it true. Is what it is. Uh, let's see here, man. I made a few little notes. Hey, Brian. Yes. Something talking about growing up in South Jackson. I, I, I pick at you about this a good bit. Um, hadn't talked about it in a while. You were the first people I've ever seen. I wish we had, had cameras back in the day. You were the first people I've ever seen uh, the McDonald's staff jump.
2: You remember that on McDowell Road? Yeah, that's the true story. Um, it, it, you know, if that had happened now, though, that that would have been unheard of. But back then, that was swept under the rug, and I should have, I could have owned. And Clay knows it was a McDonald's or McDowell, right? I could have owned the, I could have owned, uh, I, I could have owned that trademark. I mean, yeah. if you really literally, literally oh, yeah. think about what happened to us, make to make a long story short on McDowell Road, what Clay is talking about was myself and uh, I won't mention the other names, but two two of my friends. We were at McDonald's. I, was not, there, I saw it happen. Yeah, not doing anything and uh, uh, asked for ketchup or something, something sim- simplistic, and uh, and they threw a, a bunch of stuff at us at one time, like ketchup packets and all this. These were workers, by the way, and uh, young little Democrats. Yeah, and uh, and so some words ensued, and it was three of us and about twenty of McDonald's employees. They physically locked the door, and they fought us. Um, We got jumped by 20 people, um, ended up going to the hospital and all that. So it it was weird. We did well considering it was three of us and 20 of them. But, uh, you know, why we never pursued that, I don't know if it was more because we were afraid our parents were going to. Really have a problem because we, we were in high school. A but, different world back then. I mean, world. but I mean, I, we were literally beat I and mean, we were jumped, beat up, gang beat by twenty employees of a, the the biggest fast food chain in the world. So you know, so why wouldn't if that would have happened
1: it? in twenty twenty three, my friend? You would have owned McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, but
2: I probably could have then, and and I to this day, that's plenty. Clay mentioned that I don't know why we didn't pursue that. No, I, I think I know why one of them didn't pursue it because he had some. You know, he had some problems with the law that yeah. he didn't want to draw attention to himself. But that was the most bizarre thing, and I, that's funny you mentioned that because I kind of forgot about
0: that. And I didn't mention it to be uh, facetious towards you at all. I mentioned it, to, no, it was, to, to 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 document the the crumbling of Jackson. Yeah. You know, the cracks were in the foundation. It was for, uh, yeah, it while. had already started back then. Yeah. I mean,
2: it just because that was yeah, that was high school, man. That was a long time ago. Yeah, that was ninety. 90- 93, 3, 94. 93, 94. Yeah. So, yeah, that's so bizarre that you mentioned that. But that did, that was a true story. It was. Because right. if you had seen that now, it would have been unheard of. Somebody
0: but, would have filmed it.
2: Yeah, filmed I them. mean, but if that, if they had to put that on YouTube back then, yeah. that would be unheard of. But if you put that on YouTube now even the shockingest things are now that would still be unheard of now you know I don't eat fast
0: food I haven't in years but with it I mean look I've, i I've had chick-fil-a twice in the last three years and that I hadn't had any other kind of fast food but yeah do you know what you know the shocking part of that story more than anything is that there
2: were twenty employees
0: I was about to say at that. McDonald's at one time yeah well, well
1: now they're lucky if there's two yeah. it was
2: between eighteen and twenty for sure I mean because we were we were there was no way we could do anything and we finally got saved because not by McDonald's, not by the cops, but by our own peers yeah. that broke through the window it, to come get us. And it. if, if like- there's
1: anyone listening out there, and this is a honest question, this is not a knock or a joke, I would love to know the formula that all these people have now who don't have to work, but I'm, I can't understand how they pay rent neat.
2: I can't either. Yeah, especially after Tate did away with the with the the, the welfare the assistance. Yeah. I don't I don't so know.
1: So if anybody knows the answer to that. Because just, yeah,
2: the lobbies are still closed, so I'm still hearing that even my car being in the shop, which is a new car, and GM's even having problems, and they still it, it drives me crazy because they're still using and I wanna I don't want to get off music or whatever Clay wanna talk about, but re- real quick, the COVID thing. They still use that excuse for everything in terms of yeah, shipping hasn't been the same since COVID, or, you know, this isn't coming in on time because of COVID, or this isn't doing that because of COVID. You know, still lobbies are still closed because of worker shortages. I'm like, How where is that coming from, at least in the state of Mississippi? I can't speak for other states because I don't know their legislature, but I do know that Tate did away with it. So how are people making money? A lot of people have gotten. To survive off 100, what is it, 114? a week yeah. or something
0: a lot of people have become very content with uh doing with less yeah.
2: but I, I understand but how can you physically do that and live in a home I mean do you did you, they did they have money saved I'm mean, like I, I, it's I mean, very perplexing to me because I'm like Daryl how are these people I are
0: mean, they living like a bunch of refugees not working
2: house?
1: I do know that, that that certain people in this state or you know which I'm in support of or are, are, are coming down on a lot of these People that got these so-called PPP loans or whatever they were Mm -hmm. uh, illegally, basically, and they've been living off that, and they weren't even supposed to be able to get one. So I'll wrap that conversation up because we're running out of time. But before we get off this subject real, real, real quick, um, please try and come out to the Byram Swinging Bridge because it's good for family fun, and I'll leave that one alone too. All right,
0: let's take our last break, come back. Hey, don't forget, I will be here for a third hour with Allison Noe doing our weekly health show. Caller that's on hold, stay on hold. We'll end the show with you. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right
2: back. And Four Moons doing
0: the Shaggy Show. Remember, no. Clay Edwards Show live in the Mac Hike of Flowwood Studios. We've got about two minutes left with my guys, Brian Jones and Daryl Dirty D. Arnold. Guys, I appreciate y'all coming in this morning. Appreciate y'all. Supporting local music Keeping the scene going Bringing back a good Rock band in Full Moon Circus Let's show These up and coming kids Like my daughter Be 21 this month They're out there They see y'all perform In other places Let's let them see What a rock band looks like And that ain't no No offense to the other Rock bands out there We just need more of you That's right And uh got out there Doing some big things It's cool to see Some of the bands That I grew up Uh Promoting and being entertained by,
1: and hanging out with,
0: hanging out with, getting back together, and, and hosting, and hosting, <laughs> doing it all, man. Look, the show, the show's evolved. We ain't we ain't just politics anymore. You know a culture we're uh, we talk we, everything from dating to music to uh, everything else in between. Uh, kind of the Howard Stern before he turned into a idiot <laughs> you know it's kind of how i can't yeah, this show
1: I, yeah, I can't listen to that guy anymore I, w- I,
0: I wish our music license allowed me to play music i was talking about that friday i mean i can play stuff from independent artists that allow me to play their stuff at like main i would love to play a few songs talk a little mix it up a little more but hey this talk radio so this is what we do we talk That's right. um guys open invitation anytime looking forward to seeing y'all april 28th 29th at right. the swinging bridge festival in byron full moon Circus getting back together that saturday night opening up for driving and crying, you can follow these guys on social media. Go check out uh, Charade Unplugged.
1: Charade Unplugged. And Brian, yeah, Jones, Brian of Jones, of course.
0: Jones, yeah. Yep. I tagged them. Share the post. I'll do that again with the podcast. All right. Coming up next, Allison Noe for our Whole Story Health Hour. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYB. All right, Jackson, Mississippi, welcome back into the Clay Edwards show. It is hour number three, but uh, this is a whole new show right here. We're going to take everything we did the first two hours. We're going to put it in a box and that'll be available on the podcast here shortly. This is our whole story health hour with Allison Noe with whole story health. And uh, we're going to chop it up and talk about how healthy we ate for the Super Bowl and uh, whatever else Miss Allison has on the agenda. For today, we're live in the MAC Hike of Flowood Studios. If you guys have any questions for Allison as we get this train going down the tracks, the phone line is 601 879 0002. And sure to appreciate you guys, uh, all your calls and texts the last couple of weeks as we've been doing this show. It makes doing it easier when we know you're engaged and listening. Also, the text line, the Guns and Gear text line, is 769 241 1944. Allison, how you doing?
4: Good morning.
0: Good morning, how was your Super Bowl Sunday?
4: Um, I kind of forgot that the Super Bowl was going on, <laughs> but it was a wonderful Sunday. We had just a relaxing day, did some meal prep and visited with some friends, so I enjoyed it.
0: <laughs> yeah, so uh we talked about healthy Super Bowl recipes, uh-huh. So what I did was just it just it's a classic it's a go to and that's just uh smoked chicken wings, yeah, seasoned it with some Jonesy Q ecstasy rubs that are all all natural no uh no added no sugar no no carbs none of that stuff i mean just healthy healthy stuff and uh, man they were phenomenal they yeah did, you know then gave people the option of putting some wing sauce on them if they wanted it i mean i dabbled into some other things when we got to the party we were going to some cheese dip and stuff and all that <clears throat> and i was talking i was telling my friends i was like you know so i've been doing really good i said train will come off the tracks a little today actually it came off the track saturday a little too but i said this is the last Super Bowl kind of like the last big party event, you know, we, we, you know, big gathering type thing. Right. Uh, for a while, you know, and you, you can kind of, you can kind of focus now a little bit for a good extended amount of time going into the summer without a, a lot of get togethers and whatnot. And I know there's crawfish bowls and we're getting into the spring and all that stuff. But as far as those, those party get together type events, it would be Labor Day or Memorial, Memorial Day would be the next one or maybe Easter, I guess. But, uh, Anyway, so be easier to keep the train on the tracks for an extended amount of time here and uh, knock off the rest of this weight. I want to knock off.
4: Yeah, I mean, and I think that's a good point. Just taking some time to focus when you know that you're not going to have a bunch of events and then pre planning for, for events to come. You know, like, okay, well, I know I'll probably enjoy a little bit of this, but even. Yesterday, you said the train came off the tracks a little bit, but you didn't use that as an excuse to go just absolutely haywire and then wake up this morning and be like, well, I've already blown it and then continue. You know, it's like allowing yourself the freedom and flexibility on occasion, but also just committing You know that 80 percent of the time your goal for nutrition is to pursue health and it doesn't have to be that we never eat for pleasure because because like you and i and mike and i have talked about so many times you can absolutely enjoy healthy foods
0: look i mean two two mornings in a row saturday and sunday i woke up and ate a quarter of a king cake (laughs) and two mornings in a row I went right back to sleep when the sugar crash happened.
4: Uh-huh.
0: And that's the difference in eating healthier nowadays and not mm-hmm. is I used to would never get a sugar crash because I would just take in more sugar. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm starting to feel crappy. Let me eat a uh, recess or yep. what a drink a Coke or whatever. <clears throat> now my body is resisting that.
4: Yeah. You you understand the signals that it's giving you too. you know, the crash means, okay, well I already did wrong. So, n- I'm not going to continue that, you know. It's your
0: body punishing you for doing wrong is what it feels like.
4: Well, so that's one thing that I think that it's helped me to realize that it's actually my body doing me a favor. Yes. So I get what you're saying, but understanding that when we have pain uh, or or feel bad, that is our body's communicating that something isn't right and it is a survival mechanism. So our body is always working to keep us alive. So um, you don't feel well, so it feels like a punishment, but it's actually a gift in, in that you're, you're able to distinguish now what your body is telling you.
0: No, it is. It's interesting. And I, and I brought it up a couple of times over the weekend about that very thing that I'm telling you about the, the, the crash. After I eat something that I ain't supposed to eat, it's like, well, that is my body sending me a signal. You probably don't need to do that. Yeah, and yeah. And, and after eating clean or for an extended amount of time, you really start realizing just how bad you work. Because if you can eat all that and you don't have that crash my friends you're not eating you're you're taking in way too much junk if that's the constant feeling if you don't feel the bad after eating bad
4: or what i hear 99.9% of the time is that people just feel like that all day you know it's it, and the crash the, yeah they yeah. just feel chronic fatigue is the most common symptom in the women that I talk to and most of them are dealing with some sort of blood sugar dysregulation and so it's just or or, um, I'd say the most common times of these crashes are after lunch and mid-afternoon people just feel like I can't even keep my eyes open at my desk
0: yeah now look the, the the after lunch crash is absolutely real and I'm gonna tell you Regardless of your thoughts on intermittent fasting or you know or not I'm going to tell you if you can get through that first week of it 3 days to a week or so the the not being tired in the afternoon I'd rather be hungry than tired
4: Amen
0: I mean honestly I'd rather be hungry than tired cuz I'm, I'm I'm I can still get more done
4: Yeah and when you, I I can
0: work away hungry
4: Yeah yeah absolutely um And, you know, we've, we've kind of been conditioned to fear hunger, like it's a bad thing. But It's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, and, and to be honest, um, when we're not in a healthy state, so there are two hormones that are associated with hunger and satiation. So ghrelin, um, I think of like ghrelin, that's our hunger hormone and that can get really out of whack. And then leptin is our satiation hormone and that can get really out of whack. Um, the more resistant to insulin you are, the more resistant to leptin you are. So that means that you're feeling hungry when and your body does not actually need more nutrients on board. Um, so, this is, you know, there's a very fine line, and you really need to investigate um, your mental um, health around food and your relationship with food because I often see women, especially, take things like fasting too far, but it is okay to be hungry. If you are adequately fueling yourself when you are. Um, and another way to avoid that afternoon crash is, you know, stick to meat and vegetables and healthy fats. I, when I, when I eat, um, a tell, healthy lunch, I never have a crash in the afternoon. Tell
0: people what a healthy fat is.
4: Healthy fat. So that's something that I want to get into actually. Um so healthy fats are, you know, fats that that come on the meat that you're eating. Whole food fat. Yes. So um and again, protein has been demonized in these studies that show the blue zones, blue zones are where people live, you know, upwards of between 100 and 125 years. Um that they, they say that they don't eat as much meat, but they're eating, um, more marine life, more, um, sea in your Mediterranean areas Mm -hmm. and stuff of that nature. But also quality of meat matters. I am such an advocate for protein. I think, you know, protein, um, helps us maintain muscle mass, which we start to lose drastically, you know, from 40 on. Um, and we want to maintain muscle so that we can, um, not be at high risk for falls. And, you know, as we age, it's just important. Um, but the quality of protein matters. So quality protein, the fat that comes on that, that's that's actually really good for you. Also, um, extra virgin olive oil, uh, coconut oil, avocado oil, and a good grass-fed butter. Um, these are good examples of healthy fats.
0: Where can I get a good grass-fed butter from?
4: Kroger. Kroger? Uh, yep, they have Vital Farms. Um, and then uh, there is carry gold. So those are two grass fed butters that you can get right there at Kroger. I'm not sure if Walmart carries them.
0: Gotcha. Let's take a call real sure. quick. Hey, caller, you're on the air with Allison, Novi, and Clay Edwards. How are you?
3: Hey, I'm doing okay.
0: What you want to talk about today?
3: Well, I was mainly, I just talked about my career and what I've done here in Jackson, Mississippi, I've taught school around here for 36 years and coached for 36 years. And I've recorded 64 songs, got 12 CDs out. I taught karate around here for 50 years. And I live out here on my farm with my cows and horses and Raymond. And I've just done a lot in my little career. And I thought, wow. And to finish it all off, I've written a book about my life growing up in South Jackson in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. And it's doing really well for me. It's a story about me growing up with my family and friends in the days that we can never get back. (laughs) So that's what I wanted to speak to you about, Mr. Edwards. Well,
0: i tell you what, we're we're doing our health show right now, and I really do appreciate you calling in, and I really do want to talk to you about that. If you would email me, do you do email out there? I don't
3: have email. You know what? I'll tell you what,
0: I got your your number on the caller ID here. I'm going to write it down, and I'll give you a call when I get off the air, and uh, maybe we can get together and talk.
3: All right, thank you, sir. Have a good day. Appreciate you, brother. All right,
0: Hey, we appreciate them, no matter how they come in. And uh, that's a conversation that is right in my wheelhouse. You, you tell me, from you from South Jackson, wrote a book. You've piqued my interest.
4: And he lives on a farm, and so he's yeah. got uh, access to quality foods.
0: He does. Hey, okay, we got to take a break here in a minute. Mm. Maybe you can wrap this up in two minutes or less.
4: Maybe. T- <laughs> and, and
0: if you need to go over a minute or two, that's fine, too. I Stonington Farms, one of our sponsors. Yeah. Quality, grass-fed, <laughs> grass-finished beef, no hormones. Tell people the difference, not just taste-wise, that, that, that that's, is what it is. Tell people the health benefit difference in a grocery store, grain-finished or grain-fed meat versus getting something like a Stonington Farm, grass-fed, grass-finished, locally-sourced beef. What what are some of the immediate benefits, top two or three reasons people should do that?
4: Oh, my goodness, there are so many. Well, we have to remember we are... What our food, we're talking about healthy fats
0: and all that yeah, stuff, you know. I figure it ties in.
4: We are what our food eats, right? So, uh, a lot of us are avoiding grains. Um, but if our food, if our food is eating grains, then we're still, we still have exposures to the chemicals that were put on that, on those grains, as well as maybe some gluten, things of that nature. Also, um, a lot of uh, cattle farmers, um, they feed their cows candy trash so factories that make candy um and they have all these conveyor belts with this candy they have a lot of spillage on the floor and they'll take that spillage because they can't sell it obviously for humans to eat but they'll give that to um cattle farmers to fatten their cows up so they'll get that they'll get used um frying oil from local restaurants they'll go around and get the the used oil well, that's
0: from the grease traps mm-hmm
4: yeah, and these are the worst oils that we could be eating again. That's like,
0: that's like drinking the draft beer at the end of the night when a bar closes out of the suicide jug at the end of the yeah. at, at the bottom of the keg box. Yeah, you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do that. Why would you eat something that did the the food version of that?
4: Plus, they are adding hormones to help these um, cows mature faster so that they can um, breed faster, they get bigger, they, you know, pound for pound, they get more for the animal. And so the exposure to these hormones will definitely affect us. And lastly, um, a lot of cows are raised in very stressful environments, right? Because it's like they pack them all in and they're just, I mean, chickens too, they're just raised. It's very stressful for the animal. They're slaughtered. They're dead is very stressful. So Makes I'm not meat tougher. Yeah, I'm not an a, I'm not advocating for PETA, but it the, these these stress hormones, um, you know, their their bodies are flooded with it. So the quality of meat's not going to be good. But again, this can cause a reaction with our stress hormones from eating this meat. So there's a lot of ways that it can really downgrade your health on the other side. Same with healthy fats versus bad fats on the other side of things. When you're eating um, quality protein that has been raised right fed really quality you know aid off the land um and maybe
0: what about wild game
4: um yeah i mean it's hard to say what's wild now because so many people are feeding their wild game but yeah i mean i'm all for if it's out in nature doing what it's supposed to do before man came in and and uh constructed the environment absolutely yeah all
0: Right. Great stuff. Let's take a break real quick. Come back. I know you've got some things you want to talk about. I took us down a long rabbit hole there. I love it. Got Allison Noe, Whole Story Health Hour going on right now. I'm Clay Edwards. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. And that's what we're doing right now. Whole Story Health Hour. Breaking rules here with Allison Noe with Whole Story Health. Uh, This segment will be brought to you by our friends over at, uh, how about, Battlefield Drag Strip right down there in Collinsville, Mississippi. You're looking for some good, fun, action-packed family fun. Get down there. This Friday night. It is a Friday night open test and tune night. They got some big races coming up. Follow them on Facebook. It's in Collinsville. Just a quick 90-minute drive from Jackson to see some world-class drag racing. I mean, great stuff. They got that track hooking, son. I saw some videos of it from the weekend. It's right. If If you're into that stuff, into the car stuff, you need to get out and check out the all-new and improved Battlefield Drag Strip in Collinsville. Their website, battlefielddrag.com, for all the calendar of events. And, uh, again, go follow them on Facebook at Battlefield Drag Strip. Make sure you're following the right one. There are several others around the country, so make sure you're liking the one in Collinsville, Mississippi. All right, Allison, what uh, what you got on the agenda for us today, Miss Noe?
4: Well, I thought um – um. I did want to visit something before we get into talking about sleep. So my sleep has been garbage lately and it's, it's my fault. I I want to talk to you about that
0: too. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah,
4: it's so important. And so today primarily just cover why sleep is so important um, because, you know, I I was having a conversation on the way here and and there's this whole mentality. Oh, well you can sleep when you're dead. Well, you're going to reach that marker a lot sooner if you don't prioritize sleep. (laughs) Um, But and then um, over the next couple of shows, I want to share uh, some things that can help improve the quality and quantity of your sleep. And um, I mean, mainly want to talk about this to get me back on track, because in in the winter, I suffer with my sleep because I'm not outside as much. Um, I'm really bad to to try to use artificial light sources in the morning instead of getting outside and getting sunlight exposure because I hate being cold. And until I get to the point where I am now, and I'm like, okay, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> okay,
0: okay, can I ask you something real quick about sleep? Yeah, I, I I had had this conversation with one of my guests earlier before we got out. We got out of our cars down there. He goes, bro, I don't even know because I mean, we got about four o'clock every morning. I said, I've been waking up about 3. Going to bed around 10, waking up at 3. So I started my testosterone replacement therapy. Mm -hmm. And I do take Ambien, which I'm trying to get off, trying to quit taking the Ambien. The testosterone, once it really kicks in, is supposed to really make a big difference in your sleep. Mm -hmm. That's one of their selling points of it anyway. I am sleeping extremely good for that first five hours. Mm -hmm. I mean, that 10 to 3 is deep REM sleep. I mean, I can sleep through just about anything. But then I wake up, and it's kind of in and out of consciousness for two hours, for that last two hours till 5.00. To get the sixth and seventh hour of sleep,
4: mm-hmm.
0: what am I doing wrong?
4: Well, so and it, is
0: the five hours of deep REM sleep
4: enough? It, it really is case by case. Generally speaking, you do want to get, you know, seven to eight hours of quality sleep, but you're you fluctuate in between the four sleep cycles the whole time. So, um, but you do get the the deeper sleep on the front end. So it is more common to have that lighter sleep closer to wake up time. Um, And it could be a multitude of things. You know, it could be that you're probably getting here as the sun is rising. So you're not getting that morning sunlight. So I can't emphasize this enough. A good night's sleep starts first thing in the morning. So we need to get that exposure to sunlight. Um, And and so I've actually qualified something through some research that I've been doing. My mom asked, well, can you wear your eyeglasses? Um, And the answer to that is yes. So looking through a window or a windshield is a no-go. You need to be outside and looking in the direction of the sun. 10 minutes um, in the morning if it's sunny outside, like today. Today is a perfect day where 10 minutes is sufficient. If it's cloudy, you want to do 20 minutes. And if it is really cloudy, then you want to do 30.
0: So since our first show together, you brought up the, what, what rhythm is it called?
4: Uh, circadian rhythm.
0: Circadian rhythm. Mm-hmm. And needing to be out in the sun 10, 15 minutes. Middle of the day, i just been making it a point to get up, walk outside around the car a lot a couple times. Perfect. Get in the sun. Yeah. And just uh, I don't know if I'm seeing a drastic difference yet, but I'm trying to do a multitude of things at one time.
4: Yeah, to yeah. to
0: try to get better sleep.
4: So the the uh, if you can bump that up a little bit, so maybe when you get here in the morning, um, shoot to get here ten minutes earlier, walk around this parking lot before you come in and get ready for the show. That's going to boost your cortisol and adrenaline too. The
0: problem is it's still dark when the show starts. Uh, so that that I mean I've I've weighed through all that, and at six forty five currently right now. It ain't enough going on out there to, okay. to have sun, And I'm on at 7.07, so my I'm just limited.
4: Yeah. So um, here's what we have to do, because a lot of people are in your situation, so we have to figure out how we can make this work. So um, on on those hard breaks at the end or the beginning of the hour, mm-hmm. go outside and grab three minutes at a time. Get yeah. three three-minute increments, and you've got nine minutes collected. So, you
0: know what I like about that that mentality is that's the no excuses accepted if you want it bad enough, you'll go out there and you'll find a way to get it.
4: And it's okay to chop it up. I my I have a very all or nothing I I am working to not have an all or nothing mentality anymore. But it's been something that I've been prey to for most of my life, which has caused me to not do things that I need to do because I couldn't do it all perfectly. And the thing is, life is nuts and we're never going to be able to do it all perfectly.
0: I I felt like forever that if I was going to be a Christian, that I couldn't do X and also do Y. I felt like I had to be all or nothing. Yeah. Like, like my entire nightclub career, I, I avoided going to church because I felt like I was a hypocrite going to church because I felt like if I went in, it was going to be all or nothing, and I couldn't do that. And then go do this thing here where I served alcohol and sex—not sex, but just that lifestyle. Yeah. The music and and all that. And you say the all or nothing, and I've really had to learn balance in my life. Yeah. To say it does not have to be all or nothing with right. everything you do.
4: It, exactly. Um. And and I love that you bring that up because. It's fun to watch when you just take that leap of faith and go and get involved in ministry and exposure to, uh, Christ minded people, then you can go into the battlefield of working in a nightclub. And you, you know, the Lord will put things on you, the more you're in the word, and um, you have exposure to people who have dedicated their lives to study in the word and, and he'll give you opportunities to minister right there. And, you know, there was only one man, that has walked this earth sinless. Now, this is not to say that we excuse our sin because Christ died for us, because we show our love for God by, you know, working against sin, but we will, we will fail. And that's where the grace of God comes in. I love, I could talk an hour about that. So I'm glad you brought
0: that oh, up. Look, absolutely. Look, I man, you don't have to, what I've learned over the last few years, last eight or nine years as I've kind of been reborn is you don't have to walk into the church and go down and give your life the first day and get baptized. Now, if the Lord's talking to you like that and you feel the need, Mm -hmm. don't say what Clay said. I shouldn't do it because absolutely get up and go do it. But don't feel like you have to. If you need to walk in and sit in the back of the church the first couple of times. Work your way to the front, yeah. By all means, do it. I'm a front row dude. I like to sit in the front row. I don't like anybody blocking the message. Yeah, yeah. That's how I feel like. The more people who are between me and the pastor, I feel like you're you're watering down my message. I will sit front row mainly because nobody else does. I can stretch out. Yeah, yeah. But, (laughs) uh, But I I realize based on the the amount of people who aren't sitting there that I am in the minority on that, and that's cool. I mean, hey, just get it how you live.
4: Yeah, and and I think one of the most powerful things that I've recognized in my walk of health and spirituality is to find that mentor men find a male mentor who's lived on this earth longer than you and be shepherded by him he's got wisdom that God is gonna give you through him and women same thing you know like I one-on-one mentors when it comes to your health when it comes to your business when it comes to most certainly your walk with God you you can't beat that
0: and and most people who are in a position of power and knowledge of the, of that or success, are willing to share their knowledge with you, uh, as long as you're not a, you know, a jerk.
4: Yeah, and and it doesn't have to be. The pastor, you know, it can be the 72 year old man that you happen to sit next to in church and, and shake hands with every day and, or every Sunday and, and y- you see fruits of the spirit in his walk. Uh, a lot of times those men love to go grab coffee or a beer, you know, a glass of wine, whatever your, your taste is. But, um, there's just so much value in that one on one connection. It's good for your health too. <laughs> but, um, and, and seeking wisdom from people who have, Uh, been there done
0: that yeah no doubt about it that's good stuff right? let's take a break real quick come back and let's talk about sleep that's what we're doing right sleep
4: uh yeah i think so
0: we're we're all over the place with this health stuff and uh, that's what's fun about it we don't have to stick to a script this is the whole story health hour with alice and clay edwards we'll be right back on 1039 wyab breaking rules when necessary welcome back into the clay edwards show slash whole story health hour with myself Clay Edwards and Miss Allison Noe with Whole Story Health. Uh, Allison, let's bring a little, uh, let's bring a little off-air conversation to conversation here. Uh, <clears throat> we're talking about. I, I don't want to go down a conspiracy theory rabbit hole and, and drag you into that, but we're talking about uh, the the Earth and the population, and it just really feels like they're doing all they can to thin the herd a little bit with the shot. And people being forced to take this shot, and it now being added to the uh, the seventy third shot required vaccine for for children now.
4: Yeah, before it was added to the children's regimen, there were seventy two, and so now it's seventy three. Y-
0: you know, and if you believe in conspiracy theories, which <clears throat> I do, uh, it's all about depopulation and thinning the herd a little bit, so the the planet can heal from uh, the human experience. Some, if you believe all that stuff, and. You know, it feels like these evil people who are doing this, they can't live long enough to see the fruits of their labor. And I just don't understand it because it goes back to, and I say all that to say this here. We were talking about two families basically owning all the the, the, the school, the, the education industry, the food industry, and the medical industry. Mm-hmm. And you talked about regenerative farming and all the different ways of things you can do. And you made the comment, while I brought this to air, was you made the comment, it seems like the very people who were against the shot are also now the very people who are trying to figure out the most uh, environmentally friendly ways for farming and eating and our, and for our food. And boy, you see, I mean, like in Mississippi, you can't even buy fresh milk directly from the farm. Virgin, what's it called? A uh, raw milk mm-hmm. for your cow. Yep. You know I mean? That should tell you all you need to know. Yeah. That should tell you all you need to, it is all about full control of us and what we put in our bodies. I mean, if they really cared about our health, like this shot, is supposed to, you're doing your part, you're doing your part, you got to flatten the curve. Why don't we flatten the curve for all these obese people? You know, why don't we say, okay, if we're really concerned about my health, why do you allow fast food restaurants to advertise? They kill more people than cigarettes. Yeah. Cigarettes can't advertise if you're really concerned about our health.
4: And that's just it. I mean, I think COVID woke a lot of people up, but we've got to, you have to take your blinders off and understand that the government and the overall medical establishment is not in it for the good and the health of our planet and people. And that's not to say that doctors have ill intention. I think a lot of them have been that it's their training. They are trained in medicine. Praise God for them when we have an acute emergency, right? Emergency medicine, we wouldn't, we need them. But in order to sustain health, we absolutely do not. And the best way to sustain longevity, health, is to live a life where you can avoid pharmaceutical intervention or medical intervention. Um, yeah, if you look at the people who are not interested in getting these shots. They are the ones pushing for things like regenerative farming and um, more sustainability for our environment because that that benefits human life.
0: Somebody just texted in and said, it's a 73rd shot for what?
4: So there is a required list of vaccinations that children have to have um, in order to be eligible to go to school or daycare. And the total before the COVID vaccine was 72 required vaccinations. And I saw over the weekend that now uh, the COVID vaccine has been added to that. Is
0: that from Mississippi or nationally?
4: That's Mississippi. Well, I am
0: going to say Mississippi has the highest, most required, we can get Mary Jo Perry on here sometimes with Mississippi Parents for Vaccine Rights. Um, <clears throat> Mississippi does have the most required of all and uh, i thought they were down there fighting this at the capitol uh I, th- I guess we lost
4: there there are um uh the okay so what i saw this weekend was on a national level as far as the covid vaccine being added to the children's regimen so there may still be some legislation that is being pushed uh, uh, or fought here in mississippi okay. um but it's something to keep and we'll, eyes we'll, on.
0: we'll lose that because they, they they bow down to big Pharma down there mm-hmm. at the Capitol. So mm-hmm.
4: yeah, yeah, and so I mean, you know, it's it's so frustrating because th- while they're doing this, and then people are saying, "Well, you know what?" Then I'll homeschool my kids. They're making it harder to do that. You know, and it's like to me, I don't understand it. Like like you said, we won't see that these people that are pushing all these things. It's it's hard to understand why, other than. Follow the money.
0: That's a hundred year plan for uh, cultural Marxism as Jameson Haygood uh, talks about a good bit. They, the, the the, people are so evil and so driven by their ideologues that th- they don't care if they see it in their lifetime. Yeah. They, wanna lead, they, they want the earth to be a worse place yeah. at some point. Yeah. They're driven by that. All right, we it, can go way down this rabbit hole.
4: Well, and just, I mean, people just look at agendas, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, some of my favorite met Or health professionals um, in the in the functional and naturopath space, guess what they're pushing? Fasting. Guess how much money they make off of that? Zero dollars. Yeah. Why are they pushing it? Because it benefits the people that they are teaching this to. Well,
0: I've seen where a sudden rash of stories have come out about uh, how intermittent fasting doesn't help you lose any weight. <laughs> like,
4: excuse me.
0: I mean, it's like and I have a bunch of these YouTube, these diet YouTube people that I follow. Uh, these uh, carnivore YouTube people that uh-huh. have pushed all this stuff, saying we were wrong, what we didn't know. I was like, no, it works. Yeah, it, 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 you, they, these studies have now been paid for by certain industries right. f- to say it don't work. These are the same people that told us cigarettes weren't addictive.
4: Yeah, it's, and nicotine
0: it, wasn't 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 bad for you.
4: Yeah. There, okay. So it, there there is some there are some variables when it comes to fasting, but when you're looking at a preventative um, you know, preventing cancer and a lot of other, even autoimmune stuff, it can be used as a treatment for that. So, um, a, and that was just one example, you know, teaching people the quality of whole foods and staying away from these horrific seed oils. Um, there's not money to be made in that, but that, y- follow Dr. Huberman. I can't stress that enough because his goal in life, he works for Stanford um, and, and conducts a lot of research, but he researches a lot of research and his goal is to put out free information for people to live well longer. Um, he has no agenda. There's no money agenda that he has. And so it's difficult um I mean, that's why I'm so um, grateful for the opportunity for us to have this show and talk about this because you know the the general public they are how do you decide which study has been you know backed for by some big company that has financial gains you know so it's it's difficult I get why people struggle
0: yeah I, I do too um but if you've done something and it's you've experienced success through it and then you read. Especially with the ability of hindsight, having had success doing something, and then you read a study that's come out and they say that this doesn't work. You're like, well, hold on. I know for a fact, for me, mm-hmm. it worked. Yeah. I was talking outside when I got here about losing weight, and I said, you know, I said, I've got about 25 pounds to go to get to where I really want to be. I was like, but I also have the experience and knowledge to know that as soon as I carb, go carb free and, and or less than 20 to 30 carbs a day and intermittent fast, that it's like a supercharger for fat burning. Yeah. And I'll, I'll, I'll drop the weight in, I could say, less than six weeks.
4: Yeah. And,
0: and so I'm just kind of like, now that the Super Bowl's over, I can focus on that. And then you see these studies come out where they say, no, it doesn't work. I'm like, But it does. So they lose all credibility.
4: If it is working for you, N of 1. If you are working on your health and you are an N of 1, you are your most important study participant. And if something is working for you, then you have to learn to drown out the noise. And know that things may work for you for a while, but our bodies are biologically wired to adapt Right. And so then you may have to switch methods because your body will adapt to something and it will become less efficient because our bodies are always trying to um, do things in the most energy efficient way. Right. So if something that has been working for you all of a sudden stops, it could be age, it could be hormones, it could be because your body is adapt. So then you can try something else. But if something is working, for the love of God, don't stop it because, you know, some big headline for sure for sure
0: no no doubt all right uh, and we get to all that back into sleep too yeah i mean you know the crap in crap out you know and and it, the the worse you eat uh the worse your sleep's going to be but <clears throat> let's talk let's talk about the sleep thing for a minute yeah what did you want did you have anything in particular you wanted to hit on sleep
4: well so yeah today i, I just want to talk a little bit about why it's so important so um we live in this hustle culture where we think, you know, we just don't, it, it's fine. Like, I, I have to get stuff done. Play, I,
0: play sick, work sick, uh, sleep when you die.
4: Yeah, yeah.
0: Grind, no grind, no shine. Yeah. You know, last man standing, first one in, last one out.
4: Mm-hmm. It will absolutely plummet your reproductive hormones. So men, this is about the only way you can get a otherwise healthy man to pay attention is your testosterone levels will drop uh, at radical rates if you're not sleeping. Um, And another thing that is so important. So um, Alzheimer's and dementia. Has become so prevalent now they are calling it type three diabetes. Uh, the The rates of Alzheimer's and dementia have they have gone up exponentially. And while blood sugar and brain sugar is a that's a huge factor, so is lack of sleep. You know, we're staying up on our phones all night, where you know our circadian rhythms are all thrown off. When we sleep, this is an opportunity to clear out all the metabolic waste that accrues in our brain throughout the day. So. During the day, we're thinking all these thoughts, our brain is really active, and so we accrue a lot of waste. Um, same within our body. So we have the lymph system and the rest of our body to flush all that out, right? Well, in the brain, it's the lymphatic system. That happens when we sleep. So think of our sleep as this dishwasher opportunity for our brain. So when we go in and out of these deep uh, sleep cycles and REM cycles, your brain is flushing out all that metabolic waste. Waste. If we're not giving our um, our brain enough time in those deep sleep cycles, we're not getting that good thorough rinse, right? So. This will start that buildup of that amyloid plaque that causes Alzheimer's and dementia. It can really junk your brain up. It's why a lot of people have intense brain fog. You know, there's this joke that like after 30, you'll walk into a room and forget why you're there. That has nothing to do with your age and everything to do with your lifestyle.
0: So the first thing people, the one thing people could do today to start sleeping better tonight is walk out and get some sunlight. Get
4: you some sunlight. Yes. That's
0: number one. All right, yeah. right. Let's take a break. Come back, land the plane for the day. Got Allison Noe in studio, Whole Story Health Hour, and she's also with Whole Story Health. We'll be right back on W-Y-A-B. Oh, yeah. Come back in to the Clay Edwards Show slash Whole Story Health Hour with Miss Allison Noe. Allison, real quick, before we go any further, you said you have a, uh, a, a deal coming up, a seminar coming up or something?
4: Yeah, I have a uh, Women's Hormone and Metabolic Reset masterclass, if you will. So it's going to be through Zoom. Um, and I believe we've posted the link to sign up in the Facebook group that we created for the radio show. So y'all make sure to, to join the, the Facebook group and check it out there, or you can find it on any of my social medias. Um, and it's only $49. You will get a ton of information, ladies, on some lifestyle interventions that will help you reset your uh, metabolic and hormonal health. And actually, if you um depending on if you sign up through instagram or facebook you just enter in instagram or facebook and you'll get twenty dollars off so that gives you the whole masterclass for twenty nine dollars
0: how do they find you on instagram and facebook
4: um uh instagram it's allison health coach noe and facebook it's um whole story health or uh our radio show page or allison lee noe noe's n-o-o-e
0: and the Facebook group is Whole Story Health Hour.
4: Yeah, the Whole Story Health Hour. The
0: Whole Story got, uh, the, got the on the front. Uh,
4: no, I don't think. Okay, it does.
0: so Whole Story Health Hour. Yeah, all right, guys. Great three hours today, Allison. Great show. Um, you know, next week I got a special request. I would like your thoughts and opinions, and I think I I don't think you're a fan, but I'd like your thoughts and opinions on the testosterone replacement stuff. Okay, and kind of what you think about it, and uh, for for women also. Um, I see, I see it, a surge in that, and I, I'm, but an, I'm a fan. Uh, but of course, would have much rather natural ways to do mm-hmm. it. But when you you tend to plateau as you get in your mid forties, uh, so I'd like your thoughts and opinions on that. Well, take a little while to think about it, do your research and whatnot. And yeah, that.
4: and I'll tell you, we'll, we'll have uh, Kim Strong on. I'm not opposed, especially to bioidentical hormone replacement therapy, but um, yeah, we'll we'll definitely get into that at some point.
0: Uh, I did a show about it the other day. It did, did very well. There's a lot of people wanting to know more about it. Yeah. And I thought you'd be our go-to, especially for the female side of it. All right. This is been Clay Edwards uh, and Allison Owe. And I will see you guys tomorrow, right here, same time, same place, 7 to 10 a.m.